Welcome to Psychedelic Radio. I'm Christina Thomas, and I'm the president and founder of Myself Wellness. With me is Charles Patty, who is the chief education officer and brand ambassador. Each week, we'll be pushing boundaries, breaking taboos, and shedding light on the use of psychedelic medicines. We want to share expert knowledge and firsthand accounts with those who have experienced transformative psychic shifts using psychedelic medicines. Joining us today is Anna Wakefield. Anna is the co-founder and COO of WavePaths, a startup providing music for and as psychedelic therapy. Prior to WavePaths, Anna has held executive positions in the public and nonprofit sectors, impact-driven capital ventures and startups. She cares deeply about increasing access to effective mental health interventions previously held position as CMO of Drug Science and is honored to continue to support the cause as an independent advisor. Her deep passion for work derives from her own journeys through trauma-informed psychotherapy and psychedelic therapies. In her free time, she enjoys yoga and Muay Thai and has spent months fighter training in Thailand. She received her MA from Oxford University. Thanks for joining us with us today, Anna. Thanks a lot. No, it's my pleasure. So I guess the first big question is what, what got you so passionate about this field and psychedelics in general? Mm. <clears throat> yeah. So I touched on it briefly in, in my little blurb there. Thank you so much for that. Um, I don't always go into too much depth because uh, obviously, I mean, a lot of people who work in the space, they come with a personal story. <clears throat> yeah. So, so I mean, mine in particular was, um, this has already been mentioned, uh, a journey through PTSD. Mm-hmm. So I had complex post-traumatic stress disorder um, and I tried everything that was available on the NHS in the UK, um, had a lot of sort of concomitant symptoms of that. So that'd be depression, anxiety, anorexia throughout my teens. <clears throat> and nothing was really working for me until I came to trauma-informed psychotherapy, particularly EMDR. And it was through EMDR um, that I was sort of learned about psychedelic therapy. Um, so obviously the work going on with MDMA um, in sort of war vets, for instance. But then um, I was lucky enough to be connected with some people who work with ayahuasca and the way that they spoke about the process of an ayahuasca ceremony and what goes on during that. Um, it just felt very, very similar um, in some ways to the process that you go through in the MDR. So sort of piqued my curiosity. Um, that brought me to, I'm on, I guess, maybe 20 ayahuasca ceremonies um and that was really the a massive turning point in my life and uh yeah I, I would say that it completely cured me of complex PTSD which is a very very intractable indication um and it generally can take decades <clears throat> to recover from if if you recover at all so I was very very grateful for that um just like many others working in the space uh sort of becomes almost like a moral obligation <laughs> to help increase access to these technologies because it's I felt very lucky that I was able to access what is generally actually pretty inaccessible to most people, um, you know, even just awareness, let alone actually, you know, being able to um, have the, the networks and the, the contacts and be able to afford it, frankly, you know, the travel, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, that's what brought me to, to what I'm doing today. Thank you very much for your service to humanity. You know, I, I have a very similar story where, um, you know, PTSD, depression, anxiety and psychedelic medicines alleviated 
uh, 20 years worth of substance abuse and alcoholism that I went through trying to self-medicate all of that stuff. And, and in this very similar sense, you know, after I healed through these modalities, it became my purpose to scream from the rooftops and, and bring and make like a, have people have the ability to have access to these medicines, because I think that everybody out there needs to know that there is an option and people don't have to suffer anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so I did uh, get to see a little bit about wave paths and I think it's, it's a pretty cool flat platform. Um, and I really like how, you know, you can kind of adjust the music to bring people deeper. So can you talk to us a little bit about wave paths? Yeah, <clears throat> so we're founded um, in psychedelic therapy, but as the intro mentioned, we create music both for and as psychedelic therapy. So my co-founder uh, is a neuroscientist uh, by training. Uh, he worked on some of the sort of seminal clinical trials and sort of reigniting Western interest in research in psychedelic medicine. Um, so it was at his, uh, it was during his PhD at Imperial where he was looking um, at uh, psilocybin for treatment resistant depression. Um, and during during his work there, you know, they were using music. <laughs> so music was one of those things that everybody kind of knew it was important and that it always should be present. Um, but no one was really like paying much attention in that direction. Um, and like there was this light bulb moment for him and he suddenly realized that, you know, the most consistent presence within these experiences um, beyond like, <clears throat> I mean, so the, the, the music was as important a presence in the experience as the therapist, as the patient, as like the setting and then the room. Um, so why aren't we looking into this? And so he sort of started researching a little bit into um, what might be going on with the music. And during uh, the, his uh, really interesting paper here is called The Hidden Therapist. During a particular the trial, um, he found out that it was actually the subjective experience of the music, more so than any of anything that was going on with the drug in particular, that was more predictive of positive therapy outcomes. Um, so that was like pretty remarkable as a finding you know in terms of modern western medicine we're sort of very pharma driven you know you, you go you take a pill that's what makes you better but it, it wasn't just like the music that was um more predictive of positive therapy therapy outcomes it was actually the subjective experience of the music um so this is really really curious and this sort of was the the foundational insight behind wave Pass. so you know if, if this is truly the case how and why you know, what, what's going on here? Like, what are the variables that we can control for in the music that can optimize the positive therapy outcomes versus the opposite? Because, um, you know, these are very, very powerful uh, substances, like very, very open, um, vulnerable states. And as, you know, transformatively positive as these states can end up being, there is also a downside too, if you're not careful, if they're not managed um, uh, intelligently and with intention. Um, and so, yeah, we... We sort of, in the early stages, dedicated the company's mission to sort of figuring out, like, okay, so proving out what's actually happening here, um, and then developing products that help this process, so help practitioners optimize the process for their patients. Um, and yeah, so the the essential um, element that we boiled down, like that the core that was predicting outcomes was this idea of resonance. Uh, which is like very kind of nebulous as a term. Um, but we brought, brought it down uh, to one level deeper to this idea of it needs to um, essentially resonate with what we call state and trait variables of the individual. 
So uh, a state variable might be, you know, your, your emotional stage in the moment, like how you're showing up on the day, like what sort of musical experience do you need right now? Do you need to be soothed? Are you like, is your ego strength in a place where you can really do some, some deep explorations, deep work? Um, whereas a trait variable is more sort of more fixed, you know, what are your musical preferences? What's the cultural context you grew up in? What music will resonate more with you in that context? And so the system that we've developed essentially personalizes in a very, very intimate fashion the music that you listen to for your experience. So it optimizes for resonance with you. Um, yeah. Amazing. Yeah, and so the the therapist kind of controls that, right? Or whoever you are working with really works with you, correct? To to set the tone and and set the the I guess the the depth of where you're going to go in your experience. Yeah, so it, it really um, depends on the context. So depending on the, the setting, the clinical setting, there may be more or less ability to actually personalize and adapt to the individual. Um, however, like we are recommending a recommendation, like the ideal way of conducting psychedelic assisted psychotherapy would be that actually the therapist works hand in hand with the patient themselves um, to personalize because, you know, for the best of in the world, you know, you're, you're personalizing to someone else, you need to involve them in that process. Um, and actually we found that involving the patient in that process is in itself a therapeutic experience. Um, you know, a lot of uh, the way that we approach, a lot of Western medicine, quite frankly, but the way we approach mental health in particular can be quite disempowering. Um, and to give that sense of agency back to the patient in designing an experience for themselves with the support of a therapist um, is, is really, it's quite, it's quite a disruptive way of doing things. I mean, you know, psychotherapy is moving a lot more in that direction these days as you know, person-centered therapy, for instance, but um, that we find that to be a very, very important part of the process is kind of co-creation of the experience. Very nice. Yeah, I love the, the fact of empowering the, the person that's receiving the medicine to really, you know, take charge of their own healing journey. That's what we really mm -hmm. promote from our facility as well. Um, I don't know if it's proprietary information, but are you, are you tuning things to a certain frequency? I know there's different healing frequencies out there that, that, um, you know, music can be played at. Is that something that's incorporated into this? So there is research going in that direction, um, frequencies, binaural beats and, and so on. Um, where we focus there as a company is where we see the most, uh, credible, um, depth, like depth of research um, and, and where we're sort of also focusing our own proprietary research, which is around optimizing for, for resonance, as I mentioned. Um, so beyond like binaural beats or um, you know, frequencies, actually does this music resonate with you? Like, is it attuned to you in the moment? That's like the most important thing that we found in predicting positive therapy outcomes. Okay. And what kind of, I guess, what kind of outcomes are you seeing or do you have any stories that you can share of just, you know, prof something very profound that happened through, you know, incorporating your music with the therapy. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the, the great, um, like, I guess, honors of, of working in the space is that you do get exposed to some really, really moving stories. Um, and so, I mean, you know, we, we're a B2B startup. Um, and so we, we primarily service practitioners working with patients Um and we have like a, a channel whereby after every single session run on our platform, uh, feedback is, is shared with us. Um, sometimes that from, that's from the therapist, but sometimes they do like verbatim quote 
patient testimonials. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously they are confidential completely. And so, but um, we'll, we have in the next, hopefully month or so, some, some case studies coming out from, from some patients in a particular clinic we've been working with who very, very generously um, agreed to share their stories. Um, so at that point, um, I'm hoping that the world will start to see a <laughs> bit um, more intimately what's possible with music. So I guess the question for you that I have is, it's very interesting, and maybe I'm wrong, with, so please correct me if I am. It says that this music is for used for or as psychedelic therapy. Can you, can you explain how the music might be actually used as psychedelic therapy? Yeah, so um, I guess one of the insights, like going back to the, the primary insight, um, you know, if it really is the subjective experience of the music that's more predictive of positive therapy outcomes, than the drug um, and any of the drug variables that are being controlled for, then um, like could music actually in itself be a therapeutic um, and a, a, a psychedelic essentially. And like, honestly that, I mean, that intuition is not new. You know, people have been working with music therapeuti- therapeutically, I mean, uh, probably since human beings existed, like it's a part of what we've developed to help you know, work with our emotional worlds, for instance, understand ourselves, understand our interaction with others. Um, and so in, in some ways it's not new at all what we're saying here, like music as psychedelic therapy, um, in the sense of like soul revealing, like using it as a tool to explore your inner world. Um, and so what we've developed is, um, we've actually just about to, to launch a consumer application, which, Honestly, it's where we were supposed to start as a company, but with the COVID and everything, we pivoted to, to B2B, to like remote therapy um, for various different reasons. But yes, so we, we truly believe that music can be used as a psychedelic in and of itself. Um, and, you know, in, the, in a world where sadly, I mean, I, I know you guys are very familiar with this, like it, it's realistically, these substances are not very accessible still. Um, you know, we're sort of, very, very hopeful that maybe MDMA might be available by 2023. Um, you know, this has been phase three trials, but like these things take a long time. And, um, you know, what if we could actually start working with music as a proxy for these states? Um, you know, it would be the music is completely accessible for anyone, anywhere, anytime. Um, and so that's what we started to do. And, you know, we actually have therapists, like psychotherapists, working with our system in exactly the same way as they would if they were working with a substance, but just without psychedelic assistance. So, you know, it's the same process with preparation with their client, um, designing the session, um, like like having the same arc of, of a session as you might have, you know, maybe if it's a ketamine session, maybe about 16 minutes long or longer, um, depending on the, the route of administration, but, you know, you have an onset and you have a so um, peak and then a return and you just go on this journey that takes you deeper and deeper inside of yourself and then you integrate that process afterwards so we have um, non-drug therapists essentially working in that way with our system but you can also do that at home yourself just as as a listener anyone Um, and that's what we're we're launching at the moment this um, consumer app application essentially so it allows you to create a personalized therapeutic experience for yourself that's personalized and adaptive to you and your needs and your preferences. And you can then work with this as a tool to explore these altered states of consciousness um, in the comfort of your own home. Nice. That's cool. 
Yeah, that's really cool. Can't wait to check it out when it comes out. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. for sure. We um, I, I don't know if you we do psychedelic ketamine therapy at our facility, and I think it's definitely something that we'd be interested in, in looking into, just because. You know, anything that we can do to help people on their healing journeys and, and get, you know, more success with, you know, really getting people there. Mm-hmm. No, I'd love to, to follow up with you on that, of course, yeah, sure. <laughs> give you a demo of our practitioner platform. We'd love that. Yeah. I noticed the accent. Where are you from? Or maybe it's not. I know it's not an accent for you, but for, <laughs> for us. <it's... laughs> I'm from London. I'm a okay. Londoner, born and bred. Yeah. Nice. I actually lived in North London, um, right across from Arsenal Stadium, outside the Holloway Road Tube Station for over about six months years ago. No way. That's yeah. literally next door neighbors to me. <laughs> I live in Finsbury nice. Park. Nice. Yeah. Small yeah. world. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So is there any specific, like, I know that, so the music works for, you know, the, the healing even on itself, but do you think that there's a specific psychedelic compound out there that might pair with your, the music that you all are creating better than other compounds? Or do you think it's just one of these things that's going to work with all the different modalities? So <clears throat> we, we actually, I mean, we're sort of founded in, in the psilocybin work, you know, that's where um, my, my co-founder started his, his research. Um, we've, we've optimized for ketamine primarily first, just because that's what's currently most widely available. Yeah. Um, but we, you know, the, the musical challenge for different substances does look different, absolutely. Um, and the, the musical challenge for MDMA versus psilocybin versus ketamine, the solution does look very different. Um, I mean, practically speaking, just, you know, psilocybin journey to create a musical experience, which is novel and fresh and uh, narrative and engaging and just like beautiful, aesthetically like blows your mind throughout the course of eight hours mm-hmm. um, is a much greater challenge than, you know, like maybe a 60 minute experience. Um, so we are, we are optimizing for different substances. Um, we are very, very well suited for ketamine today. Um, we're also working with Ibogaine. Um, we're, we're creating music for Ibogaine at the moment. Um, but we have a, a research team in-house who are constantly validating the musical decisions and design decisions that we make in the uh, sort of the aesthetic decisions against different substances um, to validate therapy outcomes for different substances. Very nice. Yeah, I think, well, I was just reading something and, and we, it said that you, because you mentioned Ibogaine and um, we actually just talked to Beyond the other day. And so, um, they're oh, great. Yeah. yeah, they're working with, they're working with Ibogaine. Yeah. Maybe we could connect. Yeah, with they're working with Wayfair. Oh, are you guys? Oh, okay. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, we, we love Beyond. Um, they're fantastic. We love the way they're thinking about like creating a container around the experience. Um, and, you know, particularly with Ibogaine and working with addiction, um, like these are very, very long recovery horizons. With, like there's lots of different, you know, it's about creating a long-term um, environment to help encourage like embedded behaviors. And um, it's, it's, just, it's a much more challenging <laughs> problem and requires much more considered thought and careful and intentional, um, like dedicated effort. And so what we're really excited about working with Beyond is that it's not just creating music for the Ibogaine experience in itself, but also how can music support the journey of preparation and integration in like as uh, each client goes back into their day-to-day lives, 
which is really where the struggle comes back. Um, you know, like working with music for deep listening, which is the way that we work with music, but also using music to support um, like breath work and body work um, and all these other different modalities that you wrap around um, these protocols, these longer term protocols to really support people long, long term um, who are struggling with like, yeah, like really, really struggling and need that level of attention, like personalized attention long term. So that's what we're really excited about. Are you seeing that people are able to go back to the feelings that they had during their experiences? Like, are they able to listen to the music that you provided for them? That was, that was my question. I was just going to ask mm. you. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I mean, what's sort of like magic about our music compared to, say, you know, alternatives like you're working with Spotify or recorded tracks or whatever is that our music is generated live in the moment in the browser for each individual. So it's completely unique and new. Um, that being said, every single experience is then recorded and saved and then can be re revisited by the client for integration purposes. So we find that to be a really helpful tool within the integration process of like triggering, like, you know, remembering what came up for you and the autobiographical insights, like how you're feeling, what you're thinking. Um, and you can continue to work with that throughout the course of your recovery. Very nice. Yeah, we have a, a friend who's um, Dr. Michelle Weiner, and she's actually doing psychedelic ketamine therapy on the East Coast of Florida. And um, when we were speaking to her, she's a big believer that when you listen to a certain, when you're listening to a song or music during an actual psychedelic treatment, that moving forward, like the feelings that you're feeling during that treatment while you're listening to that music, you can actually revisit that same uh, musical piece in the future. If let's say if you went into a depression or if you were feeling anxiety and if you listen to it, it can actually bring you back to where that psychedelic state that you were at when you first heard the music was. Is that something mm -hmm. that you are finding in your research or if you've heard any kind of testimonials from people that have actually used your services? Well, yeah, I mean, just sort of an anecdotally, uh, like the the integration, we call it the integration feature um, in our platform is is very, very, very popular. Um, so, you know, ther the therapists more often than not do share the, the, the recording with their clients um, to help su support integration. So, I mean, we haven't done any specifically research on that yet, um, but we, we are finding anecdotally, at least through our practitioner community, that this is working really well. Very interesting. I kind of had one of those experiences before myself. Um, it was on a lower dose of, of ketamine. And there's this one song and it always plays in our facility. And every time I hear it, I'm like, oh, the angel song. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just back there in this like really floating world. So I believe yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. It's a bit like a, like a smell, I guess. You know, songs, like, like whether it's riffs or full songs or like the, um, little like vocal motifs, just like a smell, they have the power to really bring you back to a certain experiential um, memory. Uh, and that's really what you're working with, with music and with psychedelics. You're working within like the experiential learning system versus like the sort of more prefrontal cortex, like rational, like linguistic. Like, this is like the way things should be. I'm going to, you know, this is my, basically the ego state. <laughs> so uh, if you want, want to work, to release some of that more like deeper set um, experiential learnings that may be like more negative. Um, I guess that's, you know, 
essentially how trauma lodges in your um in your psyche then then working with music and returning to that can really help embed experiential learnings uh in the longer term nice have you ever thought about doing a study on like they have these um it's like it's not a helmet but it's these things they hook up and it and it and it mm. tracks brain activity and have you ever or i don't know if you guys have um like taken you know somebody that's going through an experience without the music but on the medicine and in putting them attaching them to that and then actually doing it while they're under the medicine while listening to your music and if you've noticed any kind of uh, different brain activity that's going on or yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the next step for our system, which are what is what we're working on at the moment, is, um, you know, if we're personalizing and adapting the music to an individual, at the moment, these are sort of subjective user inputs that we're working with. Um, but the next step is biofeedback. And we are absolutely working with a couple of um, research institutions and trials looking at working with EEG headsets, I think mm -hmm. you might be referring to. Yeah. Um, but there are other things you can use, like heart rate variability. You can use sort of like... Um, galvanic skin response so like lots of different inputs you can use to help adapt the music to the individual debate depending on their sort of physiological state um so yeah that is where where we're going it's like quite a new field of research but we're very very excited about it amazing i love it so if somebody wanted to get in contact with you how would they do that um so you can if you're a like a listener um who's interested in this idea of like music as psychedelic therapy uh you can actually already sign up to our listener community um on our website which is www.wavepass.com um and if you go to resources you'll find a deep listening community there um and you can already access personalized on-demand deep listening experiences for yourself um you can access a couple a month at the moment for a monthly subscription but we're about a month away from launching our app which will mean you can access unlimited um, on-demand deep listening experiences that are personalized to you and your needs. Um, if you're a practitioner, um, then again, it's the same website, uh, but you just go to WavePass for Practitioners and you can book a demo with our sales team um, and we'll show you the platform. You can walk through how to personalize and adapt to music, uh, walk through a case study, maybe of a client you're working with currently and how you might work with our, our system to support their needs best. Um, yeah, and any sort of general inquiries, uh, it's just wave at wavepass.com. All right. If you if you had one if you had one major message that you wanted to give to our listeners or get out into the universe, what would it be? Um, I guess like I have a huge amount of excitement with this idea of of working with music as a psychedelic. Um, you know, we're all sort of everyone's sort of deep in the space as you know we, we all are and I'm sure many of our listeners are we're sort of like constantly pushing up against this frustration around like regulation and when these things are going to be accessible and also some fears and some risks around like working with these substances responsibly and actually music can be a very much more accessible lower risk although it can still be a very very powerful way of um like building your knowledge and expertise of working with, with, with these states, essentially, like working with other states, not necessarily with the substance, but it's great preparation if you're a psychotherapist, wanting to become a psychedelic therapist, you know, you can work with music as a psychedelic first, um, as you're training to become a psychedelic therapist, or <clears throat> if you're 
just um you know someone like you or I um who's really interested in psychedelic therapy but can't necessarily access it today um yeah you can you can start preparing for your experience you can work with music and you can actually achieve some really transformative experiences just with the music alone amazing thank you that's all the time we have for today but I want to say thank you for journeying with us thank you thank you and I want to also say thank you to all of our listeners for joining in on this edition of psychedelic radio you can download past episodes of our program by going to cannabisradio.com or by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Radio. To learn more about um, WavePath and Anna's company, please visit www.wavepaths.com today. And to learn more about psychedelic therapy, please visit our website at myselfwellness.center. Thanks for journeying with us. And if nobody's told you that they love you lately, we we do. do. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.